I'm very anti-baby in the pit. Hi, and welcome to No Refunds. I am Tiffany, and I am by myself. Well, not really by myself today. Uh, I am doing a podcast uh, to talk about pop punk glory days, Um, and I have a very special guest with me to do that from the depths of the internet. (laughs) Do you want to introduce yourself? I mean, you sound like you have a whole thing written up, so go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) That was the voice of Jenna. Uh, Jenna's here. Jenna is a, a, a person that I met online, um, which is something that, uh, as a millennial, we were told not to do. Yeah, Never. very dangerous. Yeah, very dangerous. Uh, but we met online in the depths of the internet, in a pop punk subreddit world. And um, yeah, we grew up close by, like, we work in the same field. We love a lot of the same music. We're, the, like, around the same age. We literally went on vacation. the same person. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of quirks and things that we're like, oh, we're like the same. And then we went on vacation together twice. So, yes. Yeah. So, hi. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm a little rusty because I haven't done a podcast in a very long time. So, uh, bear with me. I haven't done one in a very long time either. I had a short lived podcast at the beginning of the pandemic for the school I work in. And so, I'm also rusty. Yeah. But I, I watched a little bit of that. That was a video podcast. And that was very good and I was better than I thought I would be <laughs> I thought it was really good I I thought it was really interesting so I'm I'm hoping that this goes well also because I think we have a lot to say about uh the topic at hand yeah um do you want to talk about what this event was that we went to this the, you know reliving our pop punk glory days what was this thing that we just did last week sure so I'll start way back in October when oh, we yeah. were all at newfound glory together having an amazing time. And they said, we're going to be back next year with something special. And we all kind of assumed it was a sticks and stones tour, knowing it was the 20th anniversary of the album. It turns out they had something even more special planned for Worcester, the best city in the United States, potentially (laughs) the world. I don't know. Um, And so they, in addition to bringing the sticks and stones tour to Worcester, they brought a whole festival. So it was an all day, two stages, Palladium Outdoors, which is like a huge parking lot venue that holds like 8,000 people. Um, And it was just a whole day of amazingness. I love that. It's a great, it's a great summary because it was just like, what is happening? Like of all the places of all of the places in the Picked world. my parking lot. The parking lot, yeah. So this, like, I don't know about you. Well, I do know about you because we were on chat that day, but it was just like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, did somebody just make this for me? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I mean, we can we can get into it, but what just off the top of your head, what's that, uh, what was that lineup? Why do, why do you say that this is what they, they made this for you? Um, basically because of Piebald and the movie uh-huh. life, who are two of my like longtime favorite bands. I've seen them both a million times. And so having them just come in and come into the fold was like super, super exciting. 
Yeah. I remember looking at that poster and I was like, this isn't real. Because it was piebald, a loss for words, which I didn't know was a Boston-based band until literally Saturday. Movie Life, Bayside, um, our favorite uh, hardcore band, <laughs> Four Year Strong. Um, Potentially the only hardcore band that I like. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Newfound Glory. It was like, and then there were like five, five other bands. There was like other smaller bands on, on um, the second stage. It was just like the poster. I was like, how, how is this going to happen? Yeah. What? We spent a lot of time being worried about the logistics. <laughs> I think literally. So when did that get announced? That got announced February. So February, March, April, May. So that's like f- almost five months of just literally, I think for the past five months, we've been just trying to figure out how how this was going to work. And then we found out there were two stages. Yeah. And it was like, how is this going to work? I, I think literally every day it was just like we were trying to figure out like our anxiety brains were trying to wrap around like how this was going to even happen. And if this was going to happen, like this is huge. The execution was amazing once we got there. You know, the second stage was kind of tucked away in the corner. And before it filled up too much, you could still really hear it, which was nice, even if you're at the main stage. But it it like went very well. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that. I don't know if we did. I don't even know if I even mentioned. So the whole sticks and stones uh, thing, at least for me, this is this is 20 years. Did we talk about that? it was 20? Yeah, we did. We did. We mentioned that. 20 years of this album. For me in particular, this is like on my top five like albums this is like number two this album is like super 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 important to me um I remember my mom buying for me I think I've I've said this on to you and I've said this on the podcast a bunch but like I remember my mom buying me this album I was 14 or 15 I was 15 and it was just like it like changed my whole freaking world like the self-titled was my first kind of exposure but this sticks and stones was the album that was like yeah and it set me on this like pop punk journey like newfound glory and and sticks and stones in particular was like my gateway to all of the other bands that I would grow to love and still love so that's like for me this event was so was so important that I go um because of that, Newfound Glory was my first pop punk band. It was my first exposure to everything. And it was just like, I like, I feel like I can't even like convey how, like I can only say it's very important because it's just, it's like an indescribable important to me. And to see all those other people there who were also there to like love this band that I love when I spent so many years in high school and college being like, I love Newfound Glory. And people were like, who's that? Um, other than Dwight, it was just like really, really cool to have be in that environment with all those people so I'm like ah very important very Very important important. very important so yeah I don't know we should probably just like dive into it because it was it was a day it was a long day yeah it was a long day um I mean we met up before but like the show was like it was like a seven hour day eight hour day it was a full work day it was a full work day (laughs) that's a great way of putting it it was a full work day um yeah. Who else was in our crew? Well, I feel like we should mention mention that. Who else was part of our little... Yeah. So we had our friend Megan, who we also met in the depths of the internet. Yep. And my friend, who's now all of our friends, Miranda, who comes from a different depth of the internet. We met through the organization we adopted our dogs from, Save a Lab. 
and then Dwight, our brother husband. <laughs> our brother husband. And with a bunch of bunch of ladies. Yeah, Dwight Dwight kind of is like the brother husband. He's very like I don't know. He looks scary, but then like isn't really. So it's kind of nice to have have some like male some male vibes there, I guess. I feel like I'm more intimidated by Miranda than Dwight. <laughs> She's tough. Meg too. Megan is very, uh, she's sneakily, sneakily intimidating. Which I also. I'm not intimidating at all. No, no. Neither am I at five foot nothing. Yeah. So, you know. Um, But yeah, we had a whole crew with us. I, I would kind of, I would be mad at myself if I didn't mention the fact that I've never gone to concerts with other people ever. So like when I met you and, and Jen, our other friend from the depths of the internet, um, and Megan online when we went to some shows together, we went on vacation together. I've never done that. I always went to shows with Dwight. I never went to shows with other people. So it's like, so, and like you and I have gone to shows together now, like our, our experience in the up, up, um, and piebald, but like, I've never done that. I've always gone to shows with Dwight. So it was, it's been very cool in the last year or so to be like, ah, there's other people that like this music and I have friends and it like feels good. And I'm like, ah. Yeah, that's how I kind of got into it in high school. Yeah. I had older friends and so they were the ones that like brought me to shows and introduced me. That's how I know knew about Piebald and the movie life and like all those other drive through records bands because that was the big thing at the time. Like I just had older friends that would like take me out. I don't know why my parents let me go. <laughs> that's like not their vibe, but they always let me go maybe because my friends were also on the track team and track people are pretty like benign people like they're very <laughs> safe people. So they were just like, yeah, sure, go go into Boston, have fun. You're 15, like whatever. <laughs> but like, I never had that, so I'm like really thankful to have it now. So it's well, it's, it's nice to have it back again because, like, I've told you, I stopped going to shows and like really like yeah. following the music when I went to college because I lost all those friends and yeah, I just like kind of randomly got back into it when I think I got like an advertisement to go see Jimmy World in Boston, and I was like, why wouldn't I do that? <laughs> And then that kind of just like opened things back up for me. Yeah. For for me, it was post-pandemic and being like, because we also kind of stopped going to shows. We went to a bunch of shows in college. Um, and then it was like after college, it was like everything was so expensive. And we were like working at like retail jobs and trying to buy a house and trying to get married. And it was like, ugh. And then it was post-pandemic when we were like, okay, now every show that comes through, I'm like, let's go. So. Yeah. And all the bands I like, I have a curse. They all break up with like a couple exceptions, like Newfound Glory is an exception. Um, Jimmy Eat World is an exception, yeah. but like Piebald broke up for a really long time. The Movie Life broke up for a really long time. A bunch of other bands I like broke up, Get Up Kids, Phoenix TX, like yeah. some of them came back. A lot of them didn't. So there was nothing for me to follow for a really long time too. It is weird because a lot of those bands, and, and we'll talk about this too, but like everybody is like, in their 40s now so it's like everybody is so old I'm like oh my god oh my god um but yeah so we went to sticks and stones fest in the parking lot of the palladium at Worcester and the parking lot of the yeah I said that weird but the Worcester palladium parking lot which sounds so glamorous um it is it is it is getting in into the place was kind of weirdly messy and it was just it felt chaotic at first um some of the lawlessness of the palladium is just you know so apparent um that's what happens when you love an independent venue 
Yeah. No rules. Yeah. I always forget that they're independent. They're yeah. It's very lawless. Um, but so yeah, so we we got our merch and then we like get in and it was like, hey, uh, you know, because the, they have the two stages. Um, and the first band on the main stage was piebald and it was like I think it was I don't know if it was Megan or Miranda who was like do you want to just like be a barricade for like piebald and then we can go um because we had VIP like viewing area stuff so we were like oh well, you know it's it's quiet it was really quiet at first um and it was like oh we'll just we'll sit at barricade for piebald and then that's what we did so all day <laughs> yeah and then I turned into all day but yeah so so piebald let's 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 uh We'll go in order. Let's talk piebald. Yeah, good. Because I have the whole thing up over here to we're look very, at. We're very prepared. We're very prepared. Yeah. So piebald is one of my like top favorite bands ever. The first time I ever drove by myself, I drove my mom's minivan to the Andover Department of Youth Services to buy tickets for their Christmas show. They used to play in like the basement of the Andover Town Hall. Like I think when they maybe came home from college or came home from the for the holidays, So like, I've been loving Piebald a long time. And it's now that we have this friend group, it's been super nice for me to drag you guys into this with me because Tiffany went to a holiday show with me this year and had a really good time. And, you know, everybody loves Piebald. I've never met someone that doesn't like Piebald. I've only met people that don't know Piebald. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that was right off the cuff too. I love that. I know that pie, the piebald discovery thing was kind of cool because like I grew up like a town over from where piebald started and it was like how do I not know this band and then I realized over the years that on mix CDs and stuff that people had put piebald songs on there so I'm like oh I know a couple of these songs and then it was wasn't until I met you where you're like piebald and I was like fuck is piebald I don't understand what this is and you're like just listen to it and I was like all right cool this is a trend because this is like everything I listen to now is like kind of not everything but there's a lot of things that are kind of your fault that I'm like oh yeah we should listen to this well I think like I had like the blessing of really kind of being ingrained in like part of this like Massachusetts local scene when I was a kid because I really liked piebald and so I've seen and kind of grown up with a lot of the bands and a lot of them showed up to sticks and stones fest so you know, that was a scene that's like very cohesive and like all the bands seem like they get along really well. So you just see like them all kind of moving around together. But Piebald is so great. This is this was my second time seeing them. Um, I did go to that holiday show with you in Portsmouth and it was super, super small. And I think that was like the best way, the best introduction um, to seeing them live, being able to see it in a really small space and just seeing like everybody go fucking nuts. And I was like, oh, <gasps> Oh. Well, I was a little nervous as a mm-hmm. big piebald fan because they were opening the main stage. They were they yeah. were playing first, essentially. Um, a couple bands on the littler, the smaller stage played before them, but and I was nervous like people weren't going to be there. Or people just going to show up at the end for like Newfound Glory and Four Years Strong, but no, people were people were there. There were a lot of people there already. Yeah, I remember because I mean we were at Barricade, and I haven't didn't realize at that time. Like I kept looking at pictures after and I was like there were a lot of people there yeah I had that same experience like looking at pictures and like oh it really was filled in and I think at you know at one point Travis who's the singer of Piebald like realized he could let the audience sing yeah because I think he was kind of testing it out in the beginning and then he's like oh like they've got this and he was able to do sort of his normal like audience call and response because people were like there and familiar with Piebald and ready for it 
that was really cool. Again, looking at some of the social media stuff, I'm like, there were a lot of people there that were like singing and screaming along and like we had beach balls and that was a whole thing. That was I got so hit in the face with a lot of those. Yeah. That was those were some of my favorite pictures. Like it just that to me was just such a vibe. Like it was like blue skies. The weather was perfect. Highball is on the stage. We have beach balls floating everywhere. Um and it just like I'm like this feels this feels right this feels good. Do you have their Do you have their set list up? I do have it up. Do they have it? What did they play? I don't know the names of songs. I know I I'm I'm a casual pie ball fan. So they played. I mean, they played a lot of their hits. They actually did like a couple deeper cuts, but they played the Monkey versus the Robot, which is I'm wearing that shirt right now. Um, King of the Road, which yep. is their fun song about their school bus. Um. We believe in karma, fear and loathing on Cape Cod. Yeah. Still, we let it choke us, which is also like an older, deeper cut. And then they ended with the trifecta: American Hearts, <laughs> into Long Nights, into the Stalker. Ugh, those those last three. I mean, and they and they got cut short. Like they're yeah. I'm wondering what they what the last song would have been because they usually close with the Stalker. Yeah, and I don't know if they had it was that was something we'll we'll continue to talk about, but like the the set times it was like the schedule was just on it was just you you had your set time and that was it there was no deviating from it it was yeah, like the only band that ran over was newfound glory yeah yeah which makes sense um and we'll get to that but the god those last three songs like hearing everybody just scream hey you're part of it and i was like yeah like it's so it was so fun to see that in a small show but it was so much more fun to have a whole audience sing that back I really love yeah. that and, and I, I think it's really fun to see live they're a band that I feel like I can take someone that's not a fan of them to see just because they have like a fun vibe you know yeah. their songs are kind of pretty easy to get into yeah and like they're really good live so they're someone I'm like oh you don't like them like or you don't know them I should say like you'll have, still have a good time yeah and I love the stalker. I think the stalker might be my favorite song. So I love, I didn't realize that that's like their closer, but like, that's like, I guess that makes sense. But that's one of my, that's like the song that I come back to. And I'm like, this is so creepy and so great. And it's just so, <laughs> it's so absurd. And I just love it. Yeah. It is and I really shouldn't, absurd. but I do. I love it. I mean, I think it's one of those things, like, you know, it's like written in jest. Yeah. You hope. Fingers crossed. So Piebald was great. A great way to kick off everything. I don't know if there's anything else to say about Piebald other than they're great. They really are. They're just they're just fun. I love I yeah. Hope, I hope they come back for Christmas shows. I think they probably are. Yeah, yeah. So Piebald, what did we have? So we ended up just this was the theme of the night. It was like I I've never done barricade stuff at shows. Um so for me, like I've always gone to shows and I'm like squished, get squished and claustrophobic. And I'm like, I have no, uh, I get like so anxious. Um, so I literally spent the whole day in between every set. It was like, all right, are we going to stay? And I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to stay. But just after this band and then I'm going to go over here. So yeah, was- you went to the bathroom and we had like a huddle about how <laughs> we were going to get you to stay. And Dwight was like, I don't think she's going to listen to me. So like yeah. you guys are going to have to handle this and I was like no, no no I think I can do it like if I'm staying because similar to you like I don't want to be squished like yeah I was really worried about my glasses getting broken in a four-year <laughs> strong related accident um 
but I was like, I felt good about staying. So I'm like, if I'm saying, I bet I can get her to stay like no problem. So every time I just kept being like, stay one more set, stay one more set. We'll just leave if it gets too crazy. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for that because it was just, I keep saying we'll get to it, but like, there's so much to talk about, but we will get to it. And there I have so much to talk about, but I think the crowd was I mean, the crowd got really, really intense, like in the center of it, especially during four years strong. Um, But the crowd was like pretty laid back. And I think it's because we're all like in our thirties and forties and maybe even older, like people are not like surging to the front, really. They're just there to have a good time. And I, I just kept reminding myself of that. Like, I'm not trying to see in sync right now. Like (laughs) these are just like other people, my age that love this music and they're not here to like, try to hurt me. (laughs) Yeah. There was a literal baby like at (laughs) Like, I'm very anti-baby in the pit. I know you guys thought it was cute, but I thought it was quite dangerous. Baby in the pit. It was good. Um, who played after Piebald? Was so it after Piebald, Cliff Diver played on the little stage, yep. um, and then a loss for words yeah. played on the main stage. I, got- I was not familiar with them, really. I had been listening to them before the fest, but I hadn't really known much about them. Yeah, I need to unpack this one because my... My knowledge of a loss for words uh, was that they had a um, an album of Motown covers, um, one of which is My Girl, which was a song I danced uh, with my dad at my wedding. So I was like, oh, this is cool. And then like I listened to some of their other music just because that's what you do when you get ready to go to concerts. I don't know. Maybe other people don't do that, but I like to. Other people might not do homework before they go to concerts, but you do and I do. Yeah. Yeah. I liked so I. I, it was fine. I didn't like super get into like the music. There were a couple songs. I was like, oh, these are really good. And then they come out on stage and I was like, what is happening? It was kind of scary. Yeah. Like I intense. described it. I think like if Jimmy World was playing a set pretending they were four years strong, like the yeah. music is very like upbeat, pop punky. Yeah. Yep. But like the energy was very like, I'm going to rip your face off. Yeah. And I don't know. So they, I don't know too much about them, but I know that they had broken up and stopped playing music for a long time. Um, so it was just like very intense. And like, that's, there were some people in the crowd that were definitely there for them again, not realizing that they were from Abington. They're local-ish. They're like South of Boston-ish. I think, I don't know geography. I've, um, I was just like, what? Like the lead singer is like super scary. Like he's got a great voice, but his his so much energy, so intense. But yeah, he was so happy to be there too, and that really came through. Like I think they were having sound problems too. Like his mic was going in and out, and but it really like truly didn't matter. Like he really put on a good performance. I I knew probably like half the songs they played, and but like they had such a good energy, and like the crowd was so excited to see them that it was a really good set, even though I you know wasn't super familiar with them yeah I knew pirouettes and I knew I think I think they played Wrightsville Beach I knew like a couple of their songs and again like I like it's just like so different hearing it on like streaming and then listening to them live and it was just like I say scary I don't mean he just came out and like jumped into the crowd and (laughs) it was just like it was on from there yeah I don't mean scary bad it's just like was Intense. not expecting it. it was not expecting it and then, he, had, he had like a hardcore energy yeah and then he took his shirt off and I was like oh my god this is like 
it was just you could tell and I don't know if they when the last time they played a show was but you could tell it was just like so appreciative to be asked to be here to be on stage to be in a local show um like I could feel that like yeah this this feels good this feels right like we've been away for a while yeah Um, so it looks like I'm on their set list FM yep um they played a couple shows in December of last year um and they've done it looks like maybe a couple charity shows okay um that's back in 2019 already wow and then they yeah it looks like they were kind of active in 2019 for a little bit I think they had a new album that came out yeah I think they opened for the four-year strong holiday show maybe and then they went over to slam dunk and yeah, so okay. they play like a handful of shows over the yeah. years. But the last one on record is December 2021. Okay. Somebody I know, uh, again, from the depths of the internet who lives overseas was like, oh, yeah, I saw them at Slam Dunk. So that's so interesting to me. I was like, eh. it was fun. It was, it was a band I didn't know. And I was like, music that I music that I could get into. Like, again, everything, every band that played, I was like, I could find like a couple songs that I was like, oh yeah, I like this song. Or, like, yeah. And I'm continuing to listen to them. Like they've yeah. made it. I just made like a new playlist for like when I'm out walking the dog or whatever, yeah. and they definitely made it on. And so if they do have more shows in the future, I would definitely go. I would love and to I think Miranda really liked them a lot. Yeah. That's the shirt list for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, She really is, seemed to like his energy. Yeah. Um, I don't really have much to say about, about them cause I didn't know, but still very good. Um, and then, <laughs> and then, uh, a, a, a Jenna, a Jenna favorite. Jenna favorite. Then we had the movie life. So in between sides, I convinced Tiffany to stay at Barricade again. <laughs> again, again. Yeah. It's now, it's now like five o'clock or something. It's something insane. Yeah. It's now six twenty-five, and the movie life is coming Oh my on. God. Um, was that late? In between a loss for words and the movie life action adventure played on the side stage, which I'm kind of bummed. We couldn't really hear that. Um, I do. I yeah. did really like the songs I listened to, but at that point we were like, we just want to stay here. So we don't lose yep. our spots. Yeah. Um, but there are band I would like to see in the future, I think. So the movie life, this was like a full circle event for me because the last time I saw the movie life at the Palladium, they were announcing their breakup in yep. front of like 16 year old Jenna's face. Yep. And it was like a very traumatic day for me in 2003, I think. And, I love this story. but it all ties together. Like, I mean, I don't remember exactly what he said, but Vinny, the singer was like mm-hmm. saying, this is our last show. We're breaking up. And Piebald was playing right after them. And he gave like a speech. And I don't remember exactly what he said, but he's like, basically said, give a lot of love to Piebald. These are like real dudes. They're in it for the right reasons. Um, And I think, you know, they've remained friends ever since I saw um, Travis open for the movie life in 2019. So they all still hang out. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. The movie (laughs) life was touring. They were playing 40 hour train back to Penn and the gambling problem EP in fall. They actually had to smush them together, I think, because one wasn't enough for a full set, a full <laughs> And then Travis was with them. He was opening for them, playing like piebald songs solo, and then he had oh. some solo stuff that he was playing. Oh, I, I feel like that now sounds familiar, but I don't think I realized that. That's I think now seeing movie the movie life, like I have context for like who Vinny is, so I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, and he's in like a hundred bands, so like you can yeah. always keep up with what he's doing. But the movie life, so this was my first time seeing the movie life. I've seen them since the breakup, but it's my first time seeing them at the Palladium since the breakup. And I'm sure that was true for a lot of people. So yeah, yeah. it was nice to see them. And again, nice to see how 
the crowd was so there for them because we're still at this point like four or five bands from the headliner yeah people were just there all day like for every band that was something that was really cool and before we get into movie life it was like the the crowd would shift like there was none of that like I have to be a barricade all day I mean there most of us most of us at barricade work because like if you lose if you move you're gonna lose your spot but there was so much like ebb and flow in between sets like people were watching the set on the main stage and then they were going to the small stage like it was just the way that they timed the sets it was like very very cool because people were going back and forth and supporting some of these smaller bands and I was like this is neat yeah, the like crowd, this. I really enjoyed the crowd at Sticks and Stones Fest. Yeah. Like, it was a laid-back vibe. People were into the music, but it wasn't, like, what I expected from a festival. It's been a really yeah. long time. I think I went to Warped Tour in, like, 2001 or 2002, and that was the last time I've done, like, an all-day festival, so I don't have a huge memory of it. But, or I guess maybe that Skate Fest was an indoor festival at the Palladium. That's and interesting, I yeah. I believe I was squished on the barricade <laughs> for a very long time on that day. So that's what I was kind of expecting. But, yeah. you know, I guess we all grew up and we don't need to do that anymore. Yeah, it was different from because we went to Sad Summerfest. I know you were there for like the last part of it, but it was just like such a different crowd. It was just like everybody was like 25 and under. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, definitely different vibes. Different vibes for sure. So movie life. Yes. Yeah, so I was super excited to see the movie life. I always love seeing the movie life. Um, Their set list isn't up. I don't remember every song that they played but it was I was super excited they played Pinky Swear which is off one of their older albums and I kind of wasn't really expecting it mm-hmm. um so that was really fun they also played this time next year off that album so I guess I really wanted to hear songs from that album this yeah. time next year because I had in 2019 seen them play the other two in full yeah and so I was yep. you know excited to see those songs um and they're just always really fun for me to see uh, I think like Vinny has really good energy. Like he moves around a lot and I just love them. He's very dreamy. He is dreamy. He's, he's like, my, he's my high school crush and, you know, a little bit my adult crush, but in like an appropriate way. Cause yeah. he's very happy with his wife. Yeah. He came out and I was like, oh yeah, you're the vibe. <laughs> I was like, mm, the sunglasses. I was like, oh yeah, I, I understand. I, um. I know you was sent, I don't know if it was you that sent that post, but he's doing like backyard shows. I'm like, can I get him to play in my backyard? Your backyard is perfect for it. I know. I'm like, I'm thinking of like sending a DM and be like, how much is this? Well, yeah, find out how much it is and then we can all split it. Well, you come to New Hampshire and hang out with us for an hour? Like, I think that might be kind of fun. I think I might do that after this I think episode. you really should. That would be really fun. I've been thinking about it for the last couple of days and I'm like, I don't know. That would just be cool. It would be super awesome. <laughs> we have a cool backyard. I mean, I bet, like, I don't know what he charges to actually play, but you probably just have to get him there, which wouldn't be horrible. He's just in New York. Yeah. Um, Dwight knew a couple songs, and one of the songs they played is Hey. And I was like, I didn't, I, because I know very little of, of movie life stuff. It was just not, like, part of my pop punk journey. Um, but Hey was a song. My journey was all dead ends, so they all Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had, like, a more... A journey that could go on for so much longer. <laughs> yeah. But um, Hey was a song. It came on and I go, I know this song. And Dwight had put it on a mix CD for me when we were in high school. So I was like, I know this song. This is very weird. It was like one of those weird moments where I'm like, oh, I do know this. 
Um, what was the other song that they played that I like? Is it Face or Kneecaps? Oh, yep. Yeah. I that's been I've been listening to that song kind of on repeat because I really love that. I I always get a kick out of one, and they always play it. I hope you die soon, which is just their thirty second song about wishing someone was dead. <laughs> I need I need to go back for sure and um and listen to the rest of. And like, I'm hoping that um the movie life is opening for Midtown when we see them in December because the last time I saw Midtown at the Palladium they were the movie life was opening for them. I think they played, they were playing upstairs too. Oh, I know. We still don't know who's playing with Midtown. No. And I think like right before they announced the Palladium show, the Midtown um, Instagram account had been like resharing ticket stubs from that show. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, like, I wonder if maybe they're trying to, you know, recreate some magic there. That would be really cool. That would, I would, like again just like a loss for words movie life having not seen them before like that would be another band that i'd be like okay i i understand what you're about now like now i would i would see yeah. you again like come play in my backyard um and then also i would go see you again I, I, <laughs> that's that's the new barometer if i like a band you can play in my backyard you can play in my backyard yeah so now i like start to understand but that was um that was like a fun a fun experience for me again not knowing any of the music really or, or not knowing as much of the music. I was like, yeah, oh, okay. I started yep. at like a 15 out of 10 at 435 with Piebald and I just yes. like stayed there for a really long time. So post movie yeah. life, I'm like a little bit ready for a break, which turned out okay. Cause I'm not super familiar with Bayside who is yeah. next. So I got to take like a little rest. <laughs> yeah. Hardcore Jenna. Hardcore Jenna got Ty. You, um, you moved a lot. Did. <laughs> I know that's kind of like your thing. You're like, oh, I just go to concerts and I just kind of sit and hang out. And, you know, people think I'm not enjoying myself because I just kind of soak it all in. But you were like, I have some videos of you. You were just like, you were in your, you were in your element. I was, I mean, I call, we were calling it Jenna Fest all Jenna day. Fest. Like it was just like made for me. I was so happy just to like be there. <laughs> yeah. And once again, I was convinced to stay at Barricade. Yes. We convinced you to stay at Barricade. I'm pretty sure all I kept saying to you was like, we'll just leave during four years strong. Like, don't yeah. worry. Like, it'll be fine. <laughs> I think that's what I was afraid of because uh, like four years strong is insane. And also like I've been to enough newfound glory shows again, not yeah, realizing it's pretty crazy also. Yeah. And I was, I was doing it in the context or thinking that way in the context of like, I'm 19 and everybody else here is 19 and 20 and 25 and I'm like ah and not, uh, forgetting that everybody was older and it was a different yeah. crowd like literally a baby in the pit um so once again I get convinced to sit at Barricade yep and uh Megan really likes Bayside this was like one of the bands like she came to see um and I had seen them before they opened for somebody else I can't even remember who it was but they they opened for somebody else that I saw um, in college, and it was like right after they they had a really bad um, I don't know if it was their tour bus or a van. They had a really bad accident, and one and their drummer ended up dying. Um, yeah, it was in the early two thousands. It it was kind of awful. And then the the um, I know the the bassist Nick. I know him now because he's very cute. Uh, but he so many pictures of him. I do. <laughs> he. Um, he like really like broke his back. It was like, a, it was an awful, awful thing. Um, but I remember cause they were, they were another one of those bands. Like I knew like adjacently cause like they were kind of in the same circles as a lot of the other bands I was listening to. I think they might've opened for like starting line. Um, that show may have been four year strong Bayside 
and starting line. Um, but it was right after. So, like, I haven't seen them for, I don't know. A long time. 14 years, 15 years. That, this, this set was my, um, not my, I don't want to say highlight because it wasn't a highlight. But this was my, like, surprise set where I went, I know a lot of these songs. And I like a lot of these songs. Mm. So now they're the band that I've actually listened to the most since the fest. Yeah, that was me with A Loss for Words. Bayside, I still, like, I listened to them before. I enjoyed their set, but, like, nothing's nothing has, like, drawn me to go listen to them again. Yeah. Don't I tell think... Megan. <laughs> Don't listen to this. Megan. You just bleep that out. <laughs> bleep it out. We'll just cut it out. Um, Yeah, they were... I don't know what it was because, like, they didn't have, like, any crazy energy or, like, I just liked, I don't know. There was just something about they them that I was. They were very good. They were yeah. really good. Yeah. And, and maybe for me it was just being at Barricade and actually getting to see for, you know, I'm just like you, short, so I never get to see anything. So it was, like, being able to see people perform made me appreciate it. Um, and I don't know. It was being able to, like, see the singer sing. Like, instead of just, like, hearing it and, like, stretching my neck to, like, maybe catch a glimpse, it, like, was a better experience because I could, like, appreciate everything in full, if that makes sense. Um, I don't even yeah, remember I was what they... taking, like, a little awake nap during Bayside, but I was, I actually was really enjoying, like, how much Megan was enjoying it. Yes. she was, like, so into it. They're one of her favorite bands. Yes. So I, like, got a lot of enjoyment out of that. I have a great video of her jumping around that I like snuck and she like flipped me off in it and she caught me. <laughs> um, but they played, I don't know if do you have your, their set list up. I do. Do they have a, they must have one. Yes, they have, yeah. they have one up. So they played, unfortunately these song titles don't really mean anything to me, but they played the walking wounded. They're not horses. They're unicorns. That's the one that I knew that I went, I know this song and I like it. It's nice of them to write a song about starlight. Yeah. Oh, I love starlight um prayers strangest faces duality duality is the other one i knew six 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 i kind of knew montauk blame it on bad luck and then devotion and desire yeah i like i said they're the one the the band that i've like listened to the most after i'm like yep okay my impression is like all these bands tour together a lot like newfound glory four year strong bayside and then, like, the smaller bands, like, when they're being more active. Like, I feel like they're all together a lot. Yeah, that was the vibe that I got, that it was just, like, friends hanging out for sure. Um, what was I just going to – oh, for Bayside, I liked their aesthetic. Like, I liked some of their merch, which is so – it's very, like, dark and gothy kind of emo-y. But I liked, like, their logo is, like, that bird. And it's very, like, nondescript. And I was like, I like this. It's, like, not trying to – it was, like – more emo than like pop punk it was like yeah kind of like on the fringes and that maybe that's why they kind of felt they didn't feel out of place but they were definitely more emo-y than like I feel like a lot of the other bands had like a different energy a different like yeah they were hardcore adjacent just like slightly out of place but I think like when you look at the lineup aside from the headliner not being local Bayside and the movie life were really the only non-local bands and the movie life is like basically local. Yeah, I feel like because they played here so much, and I think Bayside's from New York also. But I think I don't... they're in New York or New Jersey. So I don't know. So maybe it was that they're just not as hardcore tingy. Sorry, my dog is snoring now, so that's going to be part of the podcast. I really hope I can hear it. 
oh you will be able to when I when I'm on with clients they're like oh Feeny's sleeping oh yeah but like Bayside was it had a slightly different vibe but it wasn't like super out of place um I don't know what else I have to say about Bayside yeah I don't really have anything else to say they did a good job good job good job I would see them again if they were like on some other bill I wouldn't I don't know if I would go out of my way to see them but I would definitely go yeah, if they were playing with like another band that I liked, I wouldn't be like, "Oh man, Bayside." Yeah, they would be. They would be another. They would be an additional draw for sure. I'd be like, "Oh, cool! I could, I could vibe to this set for yeah. forty minutes or whatever." So at this point in the show, the side stage is done. The side stage ended with Be Well in between the movie lights and Bayside. I was yeah. kind of bummed I didn't get to see them either because I did want to see them. Yeah, they were. They've been on the whole tour. It's been yes, Be Well, Four Year Strong, tour. and Newfound Glory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was kind of a bummer, but again, we didn't want to lose our spots. Again, convinced to stay at Barricade, and now I'm freaking out. Yeah, and and so this is when I decided I couldn't finish my third White Claw because I was going to pee my pants, and I knew I wouldn't be able to leave our spot before four years strong and get back to it. So I was like, well, you're never going to see three drink Jenna today. (laughs) I don't know if I peed in between that but I do remember like I held my pee for like there was a point where I was like I have to hold my pee for two more hours (laughs) or I'm gonna pee pee a lot during newfound glory and I was like I can't I can't do it I can't do it but yeah um four years aside from thinking we were gonna die we so months prior to sticks and stones fest I had found a thread on reddit and people were talking about the like scariest pits they had ever been in and pretty much across the board people were like four years strong and people were just like listing incredibly serious injuries that they got <laughs> like this one guy was like oh I like I broke my nose I had to have facial reconstruction oh surgery and it was just <laughs> like it got us a little anxious yeah a little bit a little bit we were our, our group chat we, at one point we had like a just a group chat just to figure out logistics and it was like facial reconstruction like group or something yeah. uh, and I I feel like I should also cop to the fact that I've lived in Worcester since 2004 and I didn't know four years strong was a thing until like last year um so apologies to both the city and the band but I'm here now so it's okay yeah I remember you sending those um those threads the reddit threads and i was like i'm gonna die i'm gonna die in a pit i was well, so convinced people weren't even in their hometown they were just like in random places in the world yeah so yeah and in a hometown show where it's like advertised and like known like i know when they played sad summer fest they were like a late a late add-on because there was a lot of bands that dropped out but it was like this is advertised for your strong they're in worcester at the palladium like shit's gonna go down and i was so convinced that I was going to die in that pit. Well, and shit did go down, but it just went down not near us. Yeah. So it, it yeah. was fine. It was yeah. fine. Yeah. And at but this we, point, it was nice. We were nervous. Like, yeah, we were nervous. And like the sun was going down and it was like, it was just, the sun was down, the lights were up and it was like, oh my God. And it, yeah, it felt like something ominous was going to happen. Yeah. And like I you got super, I was super excited, like yeah. as I was listening to them to do my homework for Sticks and Stones Fest, like a good student. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I love this band. Like I, <laughs> I can't believe I slept on them for so long. I didn't even know they existed. And they're probably my neighbors. Like I have no idea. They probably are. We don't know. I we don't know. know. You have to knock on doors. 
Yeah. Oh, hey, are you in four years wrong? Just checking. <laughs> hey, just want to know. So I was really excited to see them. And like, I had seen that, like people always say that they're very good live. So I was excited for that. Um, yeah. And they turned the intensity up to like a 30. <laughs> they were aggressive. So aggressive. <laughs> I just got yelled at for 40 minutes. I was like, I don't know how to do, I don't, I don't understand. Why are you yelling at me? Yeah. It was like one thing I did notice was that like in songs that you listen to on the album, they're singing, but live they were yelling. Yeah. Like, and I was like, is that, do they just yell the whole time? And they did start singing like eventually, but I was like, oh, are, are you just going to scream at me? I also kind of went down the four year strong rabbit hole because it's hard not to when you're like four years strong. And I was like, well, I guess I'll give them a listen to yeah, also I tend because... to be the leader in that. <laughs> So that w- I went down that rabbit hole, not as far as you did, but I definitely went down that rabbit hole. And I had I had a selection of songs that I was like, oh, I really like these. Like, I'm obsessed with the song 17, which I think is often Brain Pain. I was like, yes. I and love that. I the- don't usually like songs like that because I'm not someone that would ever go back to being 17. Like, high school was fine. But like, You're not I wistful. like being grown up with money and like my own space. <laughs> but I also really like that song. Yeah, that song to me is just like, yes. But I like a lot of their newer stuff, and maybe it's just because I'm listening to them as a 35-year-old, and um, with that context, like, sometimes the older, I don't know, I like some of their other stuff, too, like the, um, I can't think of, I don't know names of songs. Well, they, um, well, they came up in that time where the song titles have nothing to do with the song anyway, for the most part. So it's like, who, what's it called? I don't know. Who cares? It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. That I could think, be the name of the song. Like, I have no idea. Yeah. I think one of them is like, we all float down here. I think that's the other one that I like. What's their- That was one of the, that was like the second to last song. Yeah. We, what's their set list look like? So it looks like chaos and intensity. So they opened with wasting time which i think is their traditional closer, closer. yeah that's so i was like well like... they're starting with this what's going to happen from here like <laughs> yeah because the whole day you and miranda at least were like oh they're gonna play wasting time and they're gonna play it and it was like okay and then it was like that was the, the first song they played and i was like yeah no i think like because i had when i made my sad summer sad summer fest sticks and stones fest playlist i had looked up all the bands on setlist.fm and like pulled their most popular songs so I could like get familiar with like what they're going to play and I think wasting time is their like closer and so I guess they were just mixing things up but I was sort of like well if you're going to start with that like what do you do from here and they just like the intensity just stayed super high the whole time yeah there was no letting up and I I um where we were it felt so safe I I like this is when I was like all right. I, I, I can do this. I'm okay. Cause like the pit was like to our right and we were just far enough like off center that we didn't get, I don't think we had, I think we had all crowd surfer. Yeah. I don't think we had any, I, I think Dwight said at later, there was like somebody in like in a wheelchair behind us, which seems odd because they had like a whole viewing area over there. I don't know what, but maybe preventing some people from coming through that way. I don't know. Um, but it was um, it was nice again to to have that experience of like I am at Barricade, at a hometown four year strong show like and that I'm was alive. and I'm alive and that was really really cool even if I wasn't like a four year strong super fan it was like a cool experience like this is like 
this is as cool as it gets. Like yeah, you're seeing me and Miranda the band. had like a great time yeah. during that set. And I like that they played, I think probably like over half the songs they played or about half were from the new album or I guess newish. Yeah. I think that came out in 2018, maybe. Maybe I think more recently. I think it was a pandemic. Baby. Was it a pandemic album? I don't know, but I really like that album. A lot of the songs on that album I really, really love. And I'm kind of sad I didn't get the vinyl at the show. I'll have to get it after. Um, what else was on their set list? They opened with Wasting Time. So, so they, Wasting Time, Heroes Get Remembered, Legends Yes. Die. Yep. And then they played Get Out of My Head, 17, yes. their yep. Green Day cover. Yep. Um, to Love the Lie, which I really like. Yep. Love that song. It must really suck. Talking Myself in Circles, which I think is written about being an educator during the pandemic. <laughs> Probably not like for reals, but I yeah. relate to it. Yeah. Um, then Brain Pain, we all float down here and go down in history. Yes. Go Down in History is also a great song. Yes. They did play a lot from Brain Pain. I don't think I realized that. Yeah, it was about half the set. Yeah. Wow. It was great. I, I knew a lot more words than I thought, which was neat. Because um, some of the the hard part about being at a show all day um and not knowing all the bands is like I like to sing and I like to get into it yeah. but I'm just like bobbing along and I'm like this is only so fun to a point like listening to other people play music is only so fun to a point like I I want to at least know like a chorus or one line that I can scream yeah that was me I like hit a real like low point of energy during Bayside because yeah. I didn't know any of the words and like I was able to get my energy right back with four yeah. years strong I don't I don't feel as though I had another option <laughs> yeah that was me in the a loss for words movie life thing because I knew were no words to no songs that's why I think everybody should play a cover song everyone should have one cover song oh I disagree I was so annoyed when four years strong played the green day cover I was like come on you're in your hometown like why are you playing mm. a cover I actually kind of was annoyed with that too because uh for me uh is that brain stew is that the one they played I yeah. think is uh that to me is like what people play like in their high school talent show. Like it, there's I don't know, it just I'm not a big Green Day fan anyway. I know that's like blasphemous, but like that I was like, eh, I could take or leave this. So I also kind yeah, of Yeah, I'm not way. I'm not a fan of an established band doing a cover. Yeah. Like I feel like not too often a huge tangent, but Chris Caraba does that a lot with Dashboard and I'm like, why are you doing that? Like <laughs> But he, I think, and he just likes to like pay respect to bands that he likes, I think. Yeah. Don't throw shade at Chris Caraba. I'm not really. I will not stand for this. I'm so sorry I brought this up. That's really upsetting to me. I'm really, really, I'm going to apologize to him personally tomorrow. Are you going tomorrow? No. No. But will you stand outside and wait just to see him and be like, hi, I said something I, mean, I said bad. something not really mean about you, but Tiffany got really upset. So I just, I'm here to apologize. And then he'll go, who's Tiffany? <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, well, you, well don't know her, but... you don't know her, but you will. Uh, uh, I was thinking about going, but I had such a good time at Sticks and Stones Fest, and I don't really want to do another all day thing. I don't know. Yeah, and we and... just saw Dashboard, so it it was really me just going to see like Hot Rod Circuit and the Get Up Kids, and, and Up I don't need to pay like a hundred dollars to go see Hot Rod Circuit and the Get Up Kids. If Alkaline Trio was going, I would I'm go sorry. to Alkaline Trio yeah. there because, as yeah. you know, I have a curse that I miss them every time they come. I do love I do love some dashboard. I was very sad that that speaking of Chris Caraba, I was very sad knowing that he's a a big Pieball fan and he wasn't there. I know I was Chris very upset. loves Pieball. I was very upset. I was like, I want to be a barricade with Chris Caraba right now, just rocking out. To that would have been so fun. <laughs> he just like turns around, like, "Hey guys, can I come join you?" And he would ask. He would. He would ask. ask. Yeah. 
Um, I'm trying to think of what else. I had something else to say about Four Years Strong, and I can't. I will say that after they finished, Miranda grabbed my arm and was like, wide feral eyes. <laughs> she screamed, we're going to the holiday show. <laughs> I think the thing for me that's been the most fun in this like four year strong journey is one, they, they're from Worcester. But like when they're not screaming in my face and trying to tear my face apart, they're like normal dudes. Like they like have like normal jobs and families and they're just kind of like I don't know they're just like weird quirky normal dudes and and that to me is like there's such a disconnect I'm like your on stage persona and your um you're just like real persona I'm like this is this doesn't match like their whole, it seems very mis- mismatched like their whole soup suckers thing but then also like they're just like is it Alan that has like the Christmas tree farm and oh yeah and it's like what I'm confused well I guess I'm glad they're not holding that high level of aggression all the time they do look they do look scary though they're like scary looking dudes terrifying but maybe it's just because that's how everybody in New England looks like everybody with a beard I know they look totally like everybody else (laughs) yeah which is scary we're unhappy people yeah, we are. We are. Yes, we're very unhappy in New England. Snowing, and it's, just... it's too hot. It's too cold. There are snakes in my basement. Maybe <laughs> makes me grumpy. That's what happens in Worcester. But they were great. They they were great. I I did lose a little bit of steam. Like I I continued to lose steam like throughout I... the night used the rest of my energy during four years strong, yeah. and I was like a bump on a log during Newfound Glory. Sorry. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. I felt that way. But well, I think like the and no shade to Newfound Glory because they were amazing. Mm-hmm. But I think it must be really hard to follow Four Year Strong in Worcester. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So once again, in between sets, I get convinced to stay. <laughs> yes. No, I think you at that point you were good. You're no, like, at I, that point- I survived four years strong. Like I'm gonna stay for Newfound Glory. Like, how could I leave now? Yeah, and that for me was like the thing. It was like, all right, I made it through all of this. This is literally a like a teenage dream to 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 be able to be at Barricade. This is a band that I have loved for more than twenty years. I'm gonna stay. So, um, I had to pee real bad during that. Time. Oh my god, so bad. And I was so tired. So bad. So tired. Um, but yeah, Newfound Glory came out, and yeah, uh, they played Sticks and Stones. They played sticks and stones I I was my energy felt low and I was like trying to sing but I was just like so caught up in just like being able to see that I was just like looking around the stage and I was just like taking it all trying to take it all in I took a video clip of like every single song because again this album is like so so important to me I was like I need like a minute of every song that's just just for my own personal records just to remember that I was here. Um, but I was just like, I, I, between the low energy and like being tired and then also just like realizing I'm like, okay, I'm at barricade. This is a, this is like a dream. Okay. You have to be, pr- I had to like, you have to be present. You have to like mm, take I have it all that. in. And that shows like, yep. okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. I had to like keep telling myself like, enjoy this. Because this is, like, I don't want to say once-in-a-lifetime thing, but, like, this is a very important, like, formative moment right now. Yeah. Like, you need to be here 
take it all in, take your pictures, enjoy it. So like, I don't, I, it took me like a couple days to like fully process it. Cause again, I don't, I can't even articulate like how important Newfound Glory in this album is to me. It was just like, it, it, like I couldn't even speak about it. It was like, so it was just amazing. Yeah, I feel like I, my energy came back up for the first couple songs, understatement and my friends over you. Yep. It was like, those are probably the two biggest songs anyway. Yeah. And yeah. then I did kind of like fizzle out for a while. And I did that thing where I realized I like actually didn't know all the words to the songs. And I thought they were just like ingrained in my soul forever, but they weren't. And I was yeah. like, oh, I'm like singing the wrong words or I don't know like where we are in the song. I kept like losing my place. Um, And I think Jordan was having trouble with his mic. Yeah. He was particularly hard to hear. Um, and I wasn't sure if that was like a technical problem or if the crowd was just really loud singing along. So that was like kind of, I kept losing my place in the songs, I think. Yeah, I I have, I actually have video of the beginning of Understatement and everything's like crackling. So it was definitely a mic issue. And, and it continued for like the first half of their set. Yeah. It was like, it, like Jordan's mic kept cutting in and out and I'm like, but I'm like, I can see you. So I'm like, okay, I'm okay with it because I can see you and I know you're singing and I'm singing. Yeah, it wasn't like super upsetting it was just like oh that sucks but again like I couldn't even tell if it was a mic thing or if just the crowd was like overwhelming him or if like he was being normal and four years strong I just screamed so loudly (laughs) that I was just used to a different decibel at that point they just like broke all the microphones because yeah all the microphones and all the all the cables (laughs) everything was broken including my eardrums um but as always like newfound glory puts on such a great show they do. Their energy is so great. You know what? The thing that I loved and that I never noticed before, I'm, I've seen Newfound Glory, like, I think four or five times. Um, this is the first time I've, like, seen them. But they, like, just move around the stage so much. Ew. And I love that. Like, a lot of times, I mean, I, I, I'm not a barricade person, but, like, people have, like, their spots so they can be near, you know, you're on this side or you're on this side. And they have, like, their places that they like to be. Um but it was so cool to be like, all right, like literally Ian, Chad, Jordan, they were just like moving around and just like it looked so like a dance, like they had choreographed like them. Yeah, they just... have really good crowd interaction. Yeah. And that that was something that was so fun to see. Um, and that just is like, yes, you are a pop punk band. You are having fun. Like it just they're not taking themselves too seriously. Like they're not screaming at me, but it's just like, they felt like they were having fun. They felt like they were enjoying themselves and they always have felt like that. They've always felt like they're like super appreciative of like what they're doing and, and where they are. And I, I love that. Yeah. And it was nice Cause the last time we saw them, Jordan had a broken foot. So he was yeah. pretty immobile on this stage, even though like yeah. we left that show saying like what incredible energy yeah. for like a singer that like couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was nice to see him like fully healed and like running around and like doing his thing. Yeah. Just God, I am still having a hard time, like putting it into words. Like just, it's, it was just so, so fun. And I don't know the back half of the album as much as I like know the first half of the album, like in terms of lyrics, but I, I had an opposite experience of you where I like, I was like, oh, oh yeah, I do know this song. Oh yeah, I do know this song. And I, I, I was like, oh, it, it made me feel good. I was like, okay, I, not that like anybody, you know, has the right to be like, well, you don't know all the lyrics, so you can't have that be your favorite album. You out. 
Yeah, but it it felt nice to be like, yep, okay, I do know all the words or I know ninety percent of the words, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, it was it was weird. I like, um, I like the full album playthroughs, but I think I prefer like a traditional set. Yeah. So hot take. here's my hot take on full mm-hmm. album playthroughs. I said this to Megan, yep, who was staying with me. Is so when I saw the movie life do theirs. So they were doing an album and an EP, but, and they played every song, but they didn't play them in order. They still ordered it in a way that made sense for a set. So like they were playing 40 hour train, but they didn't like play Jamestown third. They still saved it for last. And I think newfound glory could have benefited by saving my friends over you for last still. I absolutely, because they even had time. They played a couple other songs and they played four songs in the encore and i kind of wish they didn't do like an encore i kind of wish that they did exactly what you said mix up the the track listings um and then have some of those other songs mixed into Hmm. the set and then still have maybe have um all downhill from here and and have my friends over you be the be the encore like i i think i would have not that i i I don't want to say I didn't enjoy it, but I think I, I am a person who doesn't listen to, to albums in album order anymore because I'm a heathen. Oh my god, um, I have so much shit for that um, as being like a shuffler. People yeah. are like, "What? They're crafted in a certain order, and you should listen to it in that order." Yeah, Dwight yells at me all the time for that. Um, it's kind of changed now that we we listen to a lot of stuff on vinyl, but I still find myself being like, "Can I just skip ahead to like this other song?" Um, I don't want to say that I didn't enjoy it, but I I think I would have enjoyed it more if I like didn't know what was coming up next there's something I think like our personality type too you do think about the next thing even though you don't really want to be because you want to stay in the moment so I think if you don't know what's coming next you can't really think about it yep I literally found myself looking at my like watch and being like oh god there's only 14 minutes left and it was because I knew like okay they're on belated they're on singled out and I'm like okay we're like at the end of this album and I was like it, it was really hard for me to stay, again, kept having to tell myself, stay in the moment, like, you're on barricade at Newfound Glory, like, it's okay. But, like, I think, I, I 100% agree with you. I think it would have been way more enjoyable for, for someone like you and I to be, like, to know they're going to play all the songs, but not necessarily know the order. So that was, that's my, like, one, my one complaint. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, they had limited time anyway, yeah. but it looks like, they're not playing any songs even in the encore from nothing gold which I like always want them to because we got twos and threes when we saw them in October so yeah that was really fun yeah and Jordan dressed up like Elsa for um yeah <laughs> for <laughs> I love I I love King of Wishful Thinking but I'm like ah, could you just have played Dress to Kill instead please I like yeah Newfound Glory is a band I don't mind playing covers because like they mm-hmm. obviously have three albums of covers yeah, yeah. but in an encore after only playing sticks and stones i was like really <laughs> yeah they did play hold my hand which i was like oh i love this this is great but i was like dressed to kill is my like my song my newfound glory song of choice and i was like Ugh. and it had been on the set list for like some of the other shows yeah and like i love hit or miss but i would I would rather have dressed to kill. I would Honestly, rather have hit or miss gave me my my like last little energy mm-hmm. surge for the night. Yeah. And then I, I love hit or miss. Done. Yeah, hit or miss is is amazing. It's a great song. Like I I also adore it. But it's just 
there's a special place in my heart for Dress to Kill. So, and I'm like pretty sure in my brain, all downhill from here and Head on Collision are the same song. Like, <laughs> I can see that. Like, I think I just get them mixed up. Yeah, because I'm oh yeah. Yep. Yep. No, I, I just get them mixed up a lot. I did like so. Chad was like giving his speech or whatever. Oh my God, your favorite part of the night. Well, I'm I'm not even going to get into that part of it, but I did like when he was like, oh, you have to think of downhill as like easier. Yeah. Because it's downhill, not uphill. And I loved that because I've always thought of that as a runner being like, Mm -hmm. oh, the next part is downhill. Just get to the downhill, get to the downhill. So I did enjoy that. I do love, yeah, I do love that. Like looking at downhill is not a bad thing because like typically that's all down. It's all downhill from here. Well, and truly, like, I didn't understand that expression when I was younger because I'm like, well, downhill is easier. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't get it. You're like, ah, oh, this doesn't make sense. Like, shouldn't it? Yeah, that actually doesn't make sense. I think it's maybe just that rapid snowballing of everything, like, going to shit. But let's change it. We're going to take back all downhill from here. We're yeah, taking exactly. it back. We're taking um, it back. And so then, so I feel like the other thing to mention about Sticks and Stones Fest mm-hmm. is when they were posting photos of it on social media after they said our first ever Sticks and Stones Ooh. Fest. And I'm like, are we doing this again next year? Is it a yeah. Worcester thing too? Like what's happening? I wonder. I mean, I think, I think logistically it went so well. It like, and it seemed like there were a lot of people there. There were a lot of people a lot of people um and just again like the timing of it was so like keeping to that schedule was so spot on um i wonder i wonder if they would do it again like i i who would you want to see as bands i want i just want this exact this exact lineup over and over again um i wouldn't hate that but you know so so one thing i wondered was obviously this was Newfound Glory's festival, was do we need Newfound Glory? Can Four Year Strong headline it and just make it an annual Worcester outdoor oh. summer concert thing? Like a local hardcore, not hardcore, but local hardcore pop punk kind of Yeah, like thing. basically the same thing, but like if Newfound Glory's schedule like isn't. Yeah. Doesn't work. But I was mm. like, I don't know if they're big enough to like headline the outdoors. I don't know. I don't know. So that was a thought that I had. And then, but like other bands, so like they were pulling in local bands. So like, I, I would like to see a lot of these bands again, but like yeah. they could pull from like the local New York scene too. Like Team Back Sunday maybe could do one oh, yeah. year. They could even pull Dashboard in being from Connecticut. Oh yeah. You know, there's like, there's he so loves much. Piebald, so he's in. Yep. Yeah. He's like in. there's so, there's so much they could do with it. Just in like that New England kind of New York, New Jersey area. I don't know. That might be kind of fun. Just like a local pop punk fest. I just like that is bold being like first ever. Like, well, now you've said that. So now. Yeah. And my my number one fear is like, well, they're, they don't have specific ties to this yeah. area. So like they could do it anywhere, which is why I was immediately yeah. like maybe four years strong. Continue. Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. I know, I think tomorrow is like the official, it's today or tomorrow is like the official anniversary of of Sticks and Stones coming Mm. out. I forget what day it is. Um, But it is still weird to me. Like, I'm so thankful that they decided to do this in Worcester. I don't know what strings they had to pull to do it. Like, I don't know what. I don't feel like there are strings to play the Palladium Outdoors. (laughs) I feel like like, you just have to ask. 
I just like want to know what that behind the scenes was like. They're like, yeah, we're going to come to the Worcester outdoors and we're going to, I mean, maybe it's just, maybe. So I did listen to, so I listened to a podcast Cyrus did. Okay. Um, And so I, he didn't say much about it, but he, he made it seem like they had the palladium booked and they were like, Hey, do you want to play the outdoors? And then they kind of realized they could make it a whole thing. Got it. Um, And then our, one of our local magazines, Worcester Magazine interviewed Jordan and he had sort of just said like, this is a really good area for us to like do something like this. We're from Florida, but this like East coast, New England scene has been really good to us. There's so many bands here. Like everybody's still local. Yeah. And so they were, it was maybe easier to pull off than it would have been in another area. I think Dwight looked it up and they had played it like at the beginning of their career, they played at Worcester like a bunch. Well, a lot of bands came up at the Palladium in the upstairs. Yeah. They played, they played, I want to say like almost like a dozen times, like in their first years of, of being a band, they played a bunch at the Palladium, like either supporting other bands bands and yeah. And I think, you know, maybe there's a little bit of loyalty there too. Yeah. I don't know. You know, these bands would have also played probably the Axis and the Avalon. Those yep. don't exist anymore. It's just House of Blues. And so the Palladium's like still here and it's independent. And they have a parking lot. And they have that parking lot. I was very sad being at Barricade all day. We didn't get to like do like all the food truck stuff. I saw somebody come by with like chocolate covered strawberries on a stick and I was like, I oh. really want that. <laughs> I know at some point I realized how hungry I was. I was so hungry. We didn't eat. We had pizza at your house at noon. Or like yeah, that day ended with me in bed and my new movie <laughs> life shirt eating buffalo chi- cold buffalo chicken pizza. I had a bowl of cereal when I got home. <laughs> or no, a granola bar. I was like, okay. Yeah, I like took a shower, I got into bed, and I was like, okay, now I'm gonna eat pizza. <laughs> it was a good day. It was a good It was an amazing day. I want to do it again next summer. It was a good day. So highlights highlights for you things I know we've talked about everything but what are some what is like your like top three like takeaways okay so I mean my top three things were Piebald the movie life and four years strong yeah yeah I really enjoyed all of that what were your highlights I I think being at Barricade in general because I've never done that um I'm gonna say Bayside and I don't know I just think just newfound glory existing and being able to see them yeah up close which is also I kind mean, of being it a, says a lot like... I think about the festival itself where I named three highlights that were not the headliner mm-hmm. and I still very much enjoyed the headliner yeah like I had a great time during newfound glory but it was just like <laughs> even though I've been listening to them for just as long as piebald in the movie life I think I just have that stronger connection to yeah. those two bands I love it Look at that. An hour and 12 minutes. Oh, my goodness. That was a long time. <laughs> that was a long time. Who listens to your podcast? Do people listen to that? Um, we have friends that listen to it. That's kind of it. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody somebody email or, or message us or something. We just kind of do it for fun. So, um, Anything else you want to add before I wrap up this little, little, little baby? I don't think so. Thanks for having me. Well, I don't know. Dwight usually does this closing, so I don't know how to do it. Uh, This has been another episode of No Refunds. Um, uh, We have an email address. I can't remember what it is. I think it's norefundspodcast at gmail.com. Email us. We might read it. I don't know. We don't do podcasts anymore. 
Um, our theme song is by the Hyper Potions. And I think that's it. Um, yeah, I'm Tiffany. You already know that. That's Jenna. Say bye, bye. Jenna. <laughs> bye. <laughs>